If you're looking for trouble, you've just found it. This is the baddest biker bar in the investment world. Welcome to the Danger Zone. Yes, it's the Danger Zone on Money Life, which is where we go to get the latest take from David Trainer. He is the founder and president at New Constructs, where they evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous using a methodology that brings together discounted cash flow analysis and forensic accounting. They dig in at the footnotes level and work their way up. And if they find that something is misleading, well, if it's working in your favor, that would make it attractive. But if it's working against you, where the skin deep level view is definitely not a true picture, then that's where something gets dangerous. You can learn more about how it works by going to newconstructs.com. David Trainer, it's great to have you back on Money Life. It is great to be back, Chuck. Thank you. Who's in the danger zone this week? Eventide Dividend Opportunities Fund. Danger, danger. The Eventide Dividend Opportunities Fund, it's ticker symbol E-T-A-D-X. Now, I don't want to necessarily jump straight to the competition or anything, David, but there's a rating service called Morningstar. They say this is a five-star fund. Why do you say this is a fund that's headed for trouble? Yeah, this is um, you know, a great opportunity to remind folks of how we are different from legacy research firms. Our ratings are not based on past price performance, right? For the same reason you don't buy a stock just based on its past price performance, you shouldn't buy a fund based primarily on its past price performance. And our ratings, on the other hand, are going to be based on our analysis of each of the individual stocks. So think of new constructs, as I've always said, as a technology that gives you fundamental insights on individual companies and stocks better than any place you can get in the world. That same thing applies on a mutual fund, an ETF level, where we can do that same analysis on all the holdings in a fund and then tell you from a fundamental perspective whether or not that fund, in terms of profitability and valuation of its holdings, is a attractive or not fund in the same way we do for a stock. And when we do that kind of work on Eventide Dividend Opportunities Fund, we get a very different signal than what Morningstar is saying. Morningstar says, buy, five-star, we say sell, very unattractive, or the equivalent of one star. What is the fund doing that's wrong in your eyes? They're sort of really not doing what they say they're doing. And, and, and we get into details in terms of you know how the fund talks about, uh, the perspective talks about the strategy, right? And they talk about how you know they want to find attractively valued stocks with attractive current income, income growth potential, capital appreciation potential, and these are all sort of high-level, vague generalities that maybe sound good, but when it comes to actually picking stocks and we diagnose the health of the holdings, they're not doing that. Typically, a red flag that they're not doing that, Chuck, is the lack of detail in the prospectus about exactly how they define income growth potential, capital appreciation potential, right? I mean, it's the thing I like to always say about our work, Chuck. Like, if you're doing the good hard work, why don't you show it, <laughs> right? Don't you want people to know how much work goes into what you do? Because it's a big part of what we do. I mean, our, all of our models, our ratings, our reports, right? It's so transparent. We'll link you to the exact location in the footnotes of the 500-page filing where we found, find that unusual gain or loss. In our reverse DCF model, we'll show you a picture of, of it in our reports. We want people to know how much work we're doing. And I think when, when there are generalities and there's vagueness in, in anything that is revolving around investment 
decision-making or research, it's a red flag. To be completely honest, we don't know exactly what they're doing at all. So we can't tell you what they're doing wrong because they don't really tell us. One of the points that you made in the report is that the fund is vague in terms of it's, it's telling you what it's doing by saying, hey, we want to buy things that are attractively valued, but it doesn't really do much beyond that to tell you what it's doing. So when you're saying, hey, we want attractively valued stocks, and then you dig in and look at the stocks that they own and go, it's a lot of danger here. That's kind of alarming. Absolutely. 57% of the Eventide Dividend Opportunities Fund portfolio gets an unattractive or worse rating. Only 2% of the portfolio gets an attractive or better. 26% is neutral, right? So we're like 83% of the portfolio is neutral or worse. They do have a, a fair amount in cash and there's 7% of the portfolio we don't rate. So that, that part is missing. But you know, the key is always like, well, what do you compare it to? Well, what should we do? Well, when we look at the fund's benchmark or iShares Core S&P U.S. Value ETF, we see much better portfolio allocation. 21% is attractive or better. 41% is neutral. Only 37% is unattractive or worse. And then guess what, Chuck? <laughs> the iShares Core S&P U.S. Value ETF charges a lot less too, right? <laughs> so... Really, when we're putting funds in the danger zone, ETFs or funds in the danger zone, Chuck, it's really about overcharging for inferior stock picking. And that's certainly the case here with Eventide. The interesting thing to me is that if you looked at the IUSV, the iShares Core S&P US Value ETF, you would not be exceptionally impressed. And it scores better for you guys, but not a lot better. It's still a neutral rating from new constructs. As you pointed out, it's 24% unattractive, 13% very unattractive compared to the Eventide Fund, which is half unattractive and 7% more very unattractive. It's not like I'm going, oh, the IUSV, that would look great when more than a third of it is in unattractive stocks, but it's a far sight better than this. When you put it all together, because you guys do valuations, is there an expectation of how much this fund could suffer? You know, we think it's going to be a significant underperformer and holdings change over time. So it's a lot harder for us to like, you know, tell you that it's going to go to zero than it is for us to tell you an individual stock, the zombie stock is going to go to zero. But we think that, look, at the end of the day, the decision here is pretty clear. Sell this. If you want to be in something like it, you've got the IUSB or even the S&P 500. They both look a lot better and they both charge a lot less. When we look at the total annual costs, for Eventide here, it's at 3.66%. The average for all cap value mutual funds is 1.55. The asset weighted average is 1.19. IUSV is 0.04. And SPY is just 10 basis points, right? So radically cheaper, better stock selection. The decision here should be pretty obvious. And that's why Eventide Dividend Opportunities E-T-A-D-X is in the danger zone, headed for trouble. That's the latest take from David Trainer. David, always great to chat with you. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. My pleasure, Chuck. Thank you. David Trainer is the founder and president at New Constructs, which is online at newconstructs.com and on Twitter at New Constructs. David's on Twitter too. He is at the real DTrain37. We are heading for home on the January 23rd edition of Money Life. Up next, it's market call time. 
We're going to be talking funds and ETFs with Oliver Porsche from Wealthspire when we come back in just a moment. 